I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, for years now, I've given you a ton of stories on remote workers and digital nomads on this podcast, but I've come to realize that many of you beginners are still unsure on how to take the first steps to creating a freedom lifestyle through online work. Maybe you've been too afraid to take the plunge or just don't feel confident enough to land that online job due to inexperience. Well, I'm excited to announce that I've created a new YouTube series called Trying Remote, where I try a new online job or gig every month month to give you a glimpse of what it takes to land a remote job. So if you need a little boost to try something new or just want to see what it takes to get started, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote. Again, you can go to theoffbeatlife.com slash trying remote to find our videos and to subscribe to our new series on YouTube. So please come and join me there so we can uncomfortably grow together. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Julie where she's going to share with us how to meet people when you're on the road. Hi Julie, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yes, so I have been traveling full-time for almost two years now. I work remotely in human rights, so I just do my job from my computer, which allows me to pop to different countries whenever I feel like it. And in the past two years, I've moved about one country each month across Africa, Europe, America, Central America, Uh, and have been able to, yeah, travel the world and explore while making an income. That is amazing. And you have been doing this for a while now and you made it sustainable. But one of the things that I'm curious about, Julie, and I've also seen with other nomads is how you create relationships when you are on the road, when you're constantly moving from place to place and you don't have a designated home. How do you do that? How do you create these relationships when you don't stay in one place and then you move on? I'm so happy to talk about this because that was my biggest fear. When I went nomad, I had one friend who went to the first location with me. And then the second location at the time I had a partner I convinced to come with me. And then it came time for me to go to a third country and I had no one to come with me anymore. And I was like, okay, if you're going to live your dream life and travel all around, you're going to have to learn how to do it alone. And I was super intimidated at first. But I quickly realized that traveling solo does not mean traveling and being lonely or really traveling alone. You meet so many more people because you're not distracted by the people that you're with. And so I've had much deeper and richer experiences traveling now because I've been doing it alone. So I first just have to advocate for this idea because it... It truly was so, so daunting and intimidating to me. And the first thing that helped me is realize that any, and I will say, I think the first couple countries I went to, I still wouldn't go to a restaurant alone. I love to dance. I love to go out to clubs. I wouldn't go to a club alone. And so I always felt like I had to find people to do things with. And 
there's a lot of apps now geared towards meeting people and making those connections. And that's usually my first stop. So I will name a few. I don't have brand deals with these. This is just what I actually <laughs> use. I don't have brand deals with anyone. <laughs> I just throw that out there. Um, so Bumble BFF is great in a lot of countries. You've probably heard of the dating app. They have a friend version. A lot of travelers and locals get on it. And I've met really cool people through that. For a while, it was only women could only meet women. Uh, now I think that's changed, but it's a really good way to make friends. But it's not popular in every country. So there's a few other ones out there. And I just I just use them all and I see what's popping where I'm at. So another one is Couchsurfing. Couchsurfing.org was a website that was really, really popular back in the day. It used to be free. Now I think they charge like a dollar a year. So it's pretty affordable. And it's a lot of travelers who would actually let you stay at their homes for free and just to do like cultural exchanges. And so you really are sleeping maybe in their spare bedroom or actually on their couch. I did that when I was super young in my early 20s. I don't do that anymore because I usually just rent places wherever I go. But they still have this Hangouts feature, which is everyone on the app can say, hey, I'm in this area, I'm looking to grab a drink. And other people on the app can say, oh, okay, I'll join you. And it's all a lot of travelers, a lot of full-time travelers and nomads. So that's a good place to meet people. There's a new app called Buddying also that just popped up that's by travelers, for travelers, you can see in your location. And then there's also Facebook groups. So I deactivated my Facebook years ago. <laughs> I reactivated it <laughs> so that I could meet people. If you search expat, nomad, digital nomad, remote workers in whatever country you're in, there's usually a group for those people that have like activities going on, meetups. So it's a great way uh, to be able to meet people. So those are just the apps. And that's the first thing that you can do if you want to find a buddy. Um, the second thing I do is always look on Airbnb experiences or for free walking tours or just start off in a place by doing some tours because then you're bound to meet people. And yeah, you might have to go alone, but doing group tours Everyone's usually in vacation mode. They're super friendly. It's not really intimidating. So I just landed in Nairobi this week and I went on a walking tour already and made friends with the tour guide. We're going to grab drinks tonight, actually. And so, yeah, you just got to put yourself out there. And also going to hostels, I think, is what a lot of people do. But I just personally am not too much of a hostile person at this point because I have a pretty serious job that I, I work out of like the places I stay. I don't usually do co-working. But now that I think of it while I'm rambling, co-working space is another great way, place to meet people. Um, but staying in hostels, you're definitely guaranteed to meet people. If you're not willing to stay in them, at least go and check out what events they have going on. Usually they have their own bars where you can go meet people. So there's a lot of different, you know, locations and spaces geared towards helping you link up with people. And that's what helped me really make friends and, and feel like I could explore an area not being alone. 
But after doing that for, I'm two years into this traveling full time, doing that for two years, I don't use it often anymore because I've become a much friendlier person. (laughs) And I've been (laughs) posting about this a lot on Instagram lately because I actually laugh like, I don't know who this person is because I used to have severe resting bitch face and I was that, I was that New Yorker, like, don't talk to me. I have my headphones in, leave me alone. <laughs> and I've had to change that uh, because I'm out on a location, I'm all alone, I'm trying to meet people, I'm trying to know what's going on, what's happening locally. So a few things I do is one, always talk to the people that are forced to talk to you. And by that, I mean, you have your Airbnb host if you're staying in an Airbnb, your hotel receptionist, the security guards, the doorman. Maybe you have someone cleaning your house. Ask their name and be friendly with them. Your tour guides, even if you take a tour, most tour guides are used to people coming in and out. Same with hotels and stuff. If you're doing long-term travel, as soon as they hear you say you're here for six weeks, they're like, what? (laughs) And they're much more likely to want to like show you around. And so almost, I don't want to be, I don't want to exaggerate, but I can think of at least 10 tour guides off the top of my head who I've hung out with after the tour, who just, you know, offered to show me around and help me meet local people experience a local culture. Same with, I've gone out with my Airbnb hosts. I've gone out with, yeah, hotel receptionists. Like you just gotta, you gotta put that smile on. And the easiest way to do it is to start by asking their name and just questions about them. Like just, just act curious and people usually respond to it. And I try and always ask for recommendations So, you know, you pop down to reception in the morning, even if you don't need them, (laughs) it just gets a conversation going. So, hey, what what restaurants do you like around here? Oh, is that the food you're into? Then you can ask a little bit more about their life. They start to realize that you're just like a nice person interested in who they are. They're more likely to, yeah, respond to you and want to show you around. So those are my keys for doing it. One, just get get on the apps, but also... Just try and talk to everybody. Stop being your unfriendly neighbor <laughs> and, <laughs> and put a smile on your face and ask about people and take interest in their life. I've been so shocked the amount of hospitality I've received in places I've been. And just like everyone just wants to show you their culture. Almost if you could imagine, you know, someone on the subway is like, the New York City subway. I know not all these listeners are New Yorkers, but I used to be. So those are the make. You know, oh, I'm here for two months. I just popped down. I'm looking to go see something. What would you recommend? Like that kind of question might actually excite you because you're like, oh, I get to use my New Yorker expertise and share this with some newcomer. <laughs> and so when you're traveling, just do that to someone else. And they're, they're definitely more likely to engage with you, be friendly, show you around. And I have not really gotten lonely in any country I've been to. And when I have, I like, I'll, I'll reactivate my Facebook. That's when I'm desperate. (laughs) And Facebook never fails. There's always, always, always a Facebook group. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you can't find them in real life, you can find them on the internet and just meet up that way. And there's, there's also so many more nomads now that it's actually 
I mean, I'm still surprised whenever I meet people in real life and they're all nomads because I'm like, okay, it's becoming more and more the norm. And also as a solo traveler, it's kind of interesting when when I travel and when I'm with my husband or with friends, people are less likely to come up to you. But if you're solo traveler, people don't like like they're probably like um, when I was uh, doing solo travel, a lot of people will come up to me like, oh, no, you're by yourself. You should come join us. And mm-hmm. it's so funny how it's so much more, you know, open to that or people tend to just come up to you when you're by yourself rather than when you're a group of people. So. No, a hundred percent. That is like so true. I've, I can't tell you how many times like my friends back home been like, but how do you meet people? I'm like, literally all I have to do is say I'm here alone. And the amount of times someone has literally put their arm around my shoulder and been like, well, you're with us now. Like I can't even count on one <laughs> hand. Like people just, uh, they're, yeah, they always, people are good. They, you know, want to take you in, make sure you have a good time, make sure you have a connection. And you do get approached so much more solo, which I love because I meet more locals now than I ever would. If I was in Italy with my partner, I would be drinking wine and stuffing my face with pasta and not (laughs) even thinking about the waiter serving it to me. But when I went to Italy as a nomad, you know, I talked to all the waiters. I went to one of their birthday parties. Actually, (laughs) But you just like you get to know them and they invite you to stuff. So yeah, it's 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 much more you become much more approachable when you're when you're solo and you just have to put yourself in that situation to realize it. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of like human nature for you to want to protect other people too. like, oh, no, you're by yourself, especially as a woman. I do have to say, especially as a woman, I think there's a lot of people also depending on the culture. If they see they're like, we have to protect you because you're on your own. (laughs) And you're like, well, I'm not helpless. But they're like, no, but you we we have to we have to take you in. And it's it's so amazing that way. And it's it's great to be able Able to do that with a lot of different people from all over the world so. i know this is the one time i will play into that <laughs> yeah. I feel like i'm normally like such a strong feminist but like asking and looking like you need help especially as a woman in a country is the <laughs> quickest way to yeah, get anywhere so. <laughs> yeah Don't for sure like yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you have to take advantage of it that's how you meet people and you know create friendships and things like that but it's amazing totally well thank you so much julie for your amazing tips with us if our listeners want to learn more about you where can they find you so i'm on tiktok and instagram at julie b trippin so it's my name and then b-e-t-r-i-p-p-i-n and i post all about solo travel, nomad hacks all the time. And I'm always happy to answer any DMs with any questions. So yeah, come find me. Awesome. Thanks, Julie. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks so much, Debbie. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Julie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares her journey to becoming a digital nomad. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? 
I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.